Welcome to Midnight Conversations. I'm Anand and Ambi Karaja. And I am Stephen Banos. And we're here today. Uh, thank you to CPAS, as we're here today because of them. But also, thank you to us. You know, Stephen, we're always thanking CPAS at the start of these podcasts. But I feel like there's not enough recognition of one another's uh, talents and abilities. Like, yes, we wouldn't be here without <laughs> CPAS. Mm-hmm. I mean, CPAS would be here without us, but we wouldn't be here without us. But if we didn't know CPAS was here, then is it really here? No, it isn't, is it? Yeah, it's no, like if exactly. a tree falls in the woods, right? That, that whole thing. Precisely. Like, but I, I know that I am great and I am here. <laughs> <laughs> is this where we're going? Is I don't know. I is don't this know. a good start to a podcast? I don't know. But you know what? It's, it's been started. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, regardless, thank you to CFAS. We do appreciate all the amazing audio quality uh, that we get with these podcasts and the equipment and the studio and the room. Mm. And uh, thank you to Steve for the lovely drink yet again uh, today. Yep. I noticed I've been downsizing bottle last. Uh, for the last few weeks, it's been 1.5 liters, and mm-hmm. today it's a 500. Mil- I'm not complaining, it's just an observation, is all I'm saying. Uh, Eddie, anything yeah. to add to that? No, no. You'll, <laughs> you'll get what you're given. <laughs> I, I, will. I will, yeah, I think I think I mm-hmm. have to. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers. That is, you that didn't is even true. beg for it, it was yeah, a gift. Well, well yeah, true, but, but now it's become a begging thing. So, well, you're uh, just adding meaning to something that doesn't need a meaning added to it. That's, yeah, that's true. That's it's, true. Look, Stephen, I'm appreciative of the bottle. Thank you. Be in the moment. That's it. I'm in the moment. And you know, with what moment we're going to share together mm-hmm. today, Stephen? This moment is going to be about coffee. Coffee. Did you have your coffee fix today? I had three, four coffee fixes today, I think. Mm. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's bad for your health, good for your health? What do you think? Um, I mean, prior to doing research for this paper, <laughs> I would have maybe felt worse or better. I don't mm-hmm. want to give anything away. Mm. Um, <laughs> keep you on the edge of your seats, listeners. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was... There's something in my mind that says, "Oh, coffee is like a, it's a drug." You know, having it is a drug. Having I mean, a lot of it uh, can't be good for me, right? Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I guess I mean, from by that logic, if drugs aren't good for you, then I mean, but some drugs well, are good, right? And it's all about dose. Yeah, no, I guess that's right. Yeah, you're right. You look any if you if you have too much of anything, the you know the the phrase "too much" in that suggests that <laughs> it's going to cause some harm. So. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I guess there, there's a safe amount mm. of, of any substance. Do you find that you would try and uh, reduce your coffee intake in a daily? If you're having three to four, do you find like, what's your minimum mm. threshold that you're like, oh, this is a good number, this is okay? Or are you always feeling guilty about your coffee consumption? Yeah, no, I actually do. I always feel guilty about yeah, my coffee really? consumption. Yeah, really? Yeah. Interesting. Even if I have one cup, I'm like, oh, today should could, I could have just had no coffee, and then yeah. I would have felt felt better, and then I could have had four the next day. <laughs> so like tomorrow, I'm gonna if I have a few, I'm gonna be like, oh, but I had so many yesterday. I shouldn't have. Now, are you, interesting. Are, are you hiding your coffee consumption from others? Like that's like one of the signs of addiction, <laughs> right? Like you take a sip when <laughs> when no one's looking, and you turn around, you're like, how many coffees do you have? <laughs> oh yeah, three, four. But you've actually had like eight. You, you are jittering. Are you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> are you tr- okay, I, I lied to everyone on the podcast. I had go. 19 cups of coffee. <laughs> That's all I'm asking. No, That's no, all I'm asking. For, I'm pretty sure all I had was four. Okay. Three. All right. Yeah. Well, today, on today's podcast, we're going to mm-hmm. look through a paper that discusses whether or not Stephen's 19 cups of coffee <laughs> <laughs> are good or bad for his overall 
health risk. Uh, are you part of this as well? Do you drink coffee at all? I, well, I, I do drink coffee. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm an, I love coffee. Coffee is a great thing. Yeah, yeah, but how many cups of coffee do you have per, well, per day? See, per this week? is a great conversation because mm-hmm. what is a cup of coffee? Okay. Right? Like a cup of coffee could be, some people think if they have a medium cup of coffee and they order that, that's one cup. But in my view, a cup of coffee equates to a shot. To one shot of caffeine. One shot of yeah. caffeine. So a medium yeah. cup generally has two shots um, and depends on what you have. So I have hmm. I have a, a spoon, I think it's seven grams uh, in, a, in a French press every morning. Oh, uh, okay. Every is. morning. Yeah, yeah, oh, I didn't yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Ten a.m. Just get get a little yeah, coffee nice. going. It's nice, nice warm drink in the Canberra morning, mm. and then uh, I have a little bit of a Robert Tim's uh, for the afternoon. Shout out to Robert Tim's if Great. you want to yeah. sponsor the podcast. <laughs> I would love some Robert Tim's. Hey, we haven't really talked about sponsorship, have we, on the podcast before? No, we talk a lot about tea. I don't know if that's the same thing. Oh, well, yeah, and Lipton iced tea as well. Lipton, mm-hmm. if you want to sponsor us, like, what is level? How do we get money from this? When do we start like earning the big bucks? Like, if I just, anyone out there knows how we. <laughs> can make money <laughs> from talking about Lipton iced tea every week. And Robert Timms, if, if Robert that's Tims. possible. By the way, but Let's like say. literally, I'm clearly not paid by Robert Timms. Great drink. Like go out there, get yourself a box of Robert Timms. They're on sale at Woolworths usually at $4.50. Marked out from $9. So, uh, Adam's yeah. getting carried away here. We're not here for the money. We're <laughs> here to discuss that's right. what science says about your coffee <laughs> consumption or your friend's coffee consumption or family. Or that's right. In general. And so, how did these people do it? So, how did they investigate this? Well, they did a meta-analysis. Stephen, what is a meta-analysis? Oh, it's a review of all of the papers on a specific topic. And then a... uh I don't know, we'll look at the comparison of the results. Yeah. Comparison. Yeah, yeah nailed that's it. Right that's it. That's cool. it. That's essentially what a meta-analysis is. And that's what these people did. They just got, you know, an aggregation of all these studies that looked at coffee consumption and death rate, and they put them all together and saw what the overall effect was. Mm-hmm. And what was the effect, Stephen? Do you know what they said? Yes, I do. Would you like me to share that yeah, with please everyone? Do. Please do. Yeah. Um, moderate coffee consumption mm-hmm. being two to four cups per day. Mm-hmm was associated with the reduced all-cause and cause-specific mortality compared to no coffee consumption. So, in layman's terms, and I didn't was swapping roles today. The, yeah, the, <laughs> <laughs> the English translation of that means that uh, two to four cups of coffee, it meant it reduced their risk of death, uh, mortality hmm. being death. So, so the cool thing here is it, it used something called relative risk. So, all that means is um, they take something as a as a control group. In this case, they took people who didn't drink any coffee as the control group, and they looked at the effect of drinking coffee compared to this control group. So, um, one is the number they use as a reference point, and for every other group that had you know 0.5 cups or one cup or 10 cups they compared it to the reference group now if the number that they get when they compare these things are like 1.5 what that means is that there's a 50 percent increased risk of death in those who drank x amount of cups compared to the one right now if it's 0.5 it means there's a 50 percent less risk so essentially lower the risk uh, means better compared to the control group which here was uh, no cups of coffee drank and so what they did was they did this and they looked at cups of coffee from zero to 0.5 increments uh, each time going up to 6.5 and what they found was when uh, people had zero cups of coffee, when you compare it to people who had one cup of coffee, when they look at all-cause mortality, the difference was 0.91. So that interpretation means there's a 9% less risk of dying related to drinking one cup of coffee a day. So if, if you're drinking mm-hmm. consistently one cup of coffee a day, there's a 9% less risk. And that risk continued to go down for 
two cups of coffee, it was 0.87. For four cups of coffee, it was 0.85. And then what do you notice there, Stephen, as we keep going to four, to five, to six, 6.5, seven? What do you notice there? I think we're looking at different parts of this study here. <laughs> oh, right, that's right. <laughs> there, there were, we should note, actually, there are multiple figures here. And that's because they look at things like the relationship to coffee consumption and cardiovascular disease death. So death mm-hmm. due to cardiovascular disease, death due to everything. So all cause mortality, and including uh, cancers and, and cardiovascular disease and all sorts of things. Um, just cancer. So death due to cancer, death due to respiratory disease. So the graph I'm looking at is just all cause. So due to a death for everything. Mm-hmm. And what we see there is that uh, as it goes from, I think, two cups to 2.5, it goes from 0.87 to 0.86 to 0.85, and then it goes 0.858585. So as, as you increase beyond like two to three cups of coffee a day, your relative risk doesn't get any better. It just stays the same at 0.85. So 15% less chance of dying. So, Stephen, yeah. how do you feel about your cups of coffee now? Feeling a lot better, actually. Right? When you think about it, it's it's quite amazing. Like, mm. like uh, it, it sort of advocates the coffee consumption. Yeah, I'd be scared if I was you if they did a similar study on uh, Lipton iced tea. Maybe. Oh, wait, we're looking for sponsorship. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Iced tea. I, yeah, I wonder what it is. I mean, the negative things could be the, uh, you know, artificial sweeteners in there. But then there's liquid, right? Water consumption's got to be good for you. So I'm staying hydrated on the podcast, <laughs> so that's got to be good. So what are the what are the aspects of coffee then that uh, that are saving lives here? Yeah, it's it's a great question, Steve. And really, I mean, it's it's a difficult question to answer because mm. the, you don't really know. I mean, even even they noted, as as we were just discussing at the start of the podcast, what what is a cup of coffee? We don't really know what that is. And yeah. so defining that's important for future research. But some of the possible mechanisms that could happen with coffee consumption you know it, it helps regulate your bowels so that's one thing and yeah reducing colon cancer and that's things like it, that yeah, that's it it's that. it's good for uh you know elevating your blood uh, blood pressure and you know your heart rate goes up so all these sort of things it, it gets blood moving if blood's moving in your body then generally you're getting a, a more diffusion or movement of you know nutrients and oxygen in and out of your blood which is really really good and into your organs so all that stuff's really good so mm. The exact mechanism they don't really look at because they're just looking at overall death risk, but that would be some like possible reasons. But I mean, in saying this, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should go out there and like start like hammering cups of coffee all the time because why not? Then? Well, you know, they're they're looking at death risk, but hmm. what does it mean to things like dental hygiene? What does it mean to things like focus? Like, do you have you ever met someone who's like super jittery? Do you get jittery when you drink coffee or anything? Yeah, I, uh, not not. Not so much anymore. I think I used to quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, Do you? Uh, no, not at all. No. Uh, but it depends on, you know, coffee it, it impacts people in different ways. And mm. I think some people are more sensitive. Like, I know I knew someone who worked with me who, after, like, two cups, she said she couldn't focus. Like, she would just get shakes and she couldn't focus. So, like, there's a different physiology reaction that occurs that maybe... Uh, moderates whether or not you drink it. Yeah. I mean, I did just do a simple uh, Google search there mm-hmm. and um, Caffeine Informer website has, has come out and oh, said yeah? more than four cups of coffee linked to early death. Interesting. Yeah. There you go. So, I, I mean, it, it's it's not unsurprising as to why people inherently think coffee consumption is bad. And I think also, mm. you know, the withdrawals from 
coffee has issues to it as well. Like when you don't drink coffee, you get headaches. Some people get headaches. Yeah. So it makes it feel like it's something bad and that you're addicted to. But clearly, mm. um, there, these findings show the opposite. I, I think also uh, a lot of the people that drink coffee sort of begin to rely on it um, mm. and start replacing sleep with coffee. And yeah. I'd say that's a that's a major thing because I, I do that. I'm guilty. Oh, really? Totally guilty yeah, of that, wow. yeah. How effective do you think that is? Oh, is totally it? ineffective. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. I, yeah. just, I just sit there in like uh, meetings at work and stuff just staring at the wall. <laughs> just, but just like my hands are shaking. So Yeah, right. Yeah. No, for, it, interesting. It, mm. like, yeah, you, you're completely right. Like it's just when you swap it out like that, that's that's definitely not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they back onto the mechanisms, they talk about a mm. few things. Uh, increased oxidative stress and prolonged inflammation may contribute to premature death by increasing the risk of chronic disease. So mm. um, what that means is when you your cells are under stress, uh, they undergo a process which is oxidation and that can be harmful to your body. That's why people say antioxidants are good, but you know it's more complex than drinking green tea and drinking antioxidants or eat, consuming it. You, there's things happening in the body that are, that are going on. Um, and inflammation is just that, you know, when you break an arm, you your arm swells up. Well, that sort of happens not only in a macro level, but in a cellular level. Your cells also swell up if there's a lot of um, things hitting it. So, mm. yeah. Antioxidants are one of my favorite things in the world. Oh, really? Um, but <laughs> I have no idea what they are. You I love, just, you love I just an like, antioxidant? I you just like, yeah, you yeah. love a Golgi berry? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just love eating foods and being like, this is packed full of antioxidants. Yeah. So whatever you're eating is inferior. Yeah. yeah. What is it? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, from my understanding of an antioxidant, is, it's just that it's something that has compounds that can uh, offset the process of oxidation, which is where your cells are. Um, I don't know it in actual detail, but uh, mm. oxidation is bad. Uh, generally, antioxidants can be beneficial. But the issue is that I think conceptually is when I say you are, you know, you want to lose weight and you're saying, hey, I'm going to try and lose weight by stop, uh, like reducing my caloric intake, right? So you do that. But the issue there is say you want to lose weight around your stomach, right? And mm. um, it's not necessary that like by reducing your calories, you're going to lose weight from your stomach. Maybe you lose it from your legs or maybe you lose it from your arms first. Like everyone's different. So it doesn't really, by doing that, it doesn't have a targeted effect. So that's my sort of concern with consumption of food. I may be completely off topic or wrong here, but mm. I think when you take in antioxidants, how do you know it's actually targeting the cells that are undergoing the oxidation process i don't i don't know if listeners do know mm. please let me know but um yeah that, that's that's the big question for me it sounds like a fun gamble to take <laughs> yeah i mean yeah I'm crazy man i gamble with my antioxidants that's, depending it. On where they <laughs> that's it that's it can it be can it be harmful overall you, mm. yeah so that, that's the thing and yeah 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 um i have heard a couple of a couple of stories recently just on the news of people dying from caffeine in, intake um, oh, relevant to this paper, of, you know, of, yeah, yeah, the, I, I've heard of those too. Um, some of them relate to either pro gamers or uh, bodybuilders. Yeah, that was that was the the most recent one I saw Which was one? a guy that pro gamer, um, yeah, mm. had like an an unlabeled uh, pre workout and yeah, um, it. He took one small spoonful, which amounted to something like 20 cups of coffee. That's and just, it. just died. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. I think he thought it was uh, protein powder, and then he took it, uh, which is completely different uh, mm. in terms of quantity. And the issue is the literally the dosage that you can get in powdered form. It's crazy. Yeah. Off the charts. Yeah. So. Yeah, but there was another. There was another kid at school. Uh, that was at school that our had like a, like a no, 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 oh, right. not at our school. <laughs> right, Some crazy things happened at our school, but yeah, no, yeah. But, but nothing uh, to this magnitude. It was right. a it was a young kid that had like 
um, had a cup of coffee and then uh, an energy drink and then another like kind of um, Mountain Dew or something. I forget what yeah, it was. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, just he died at school. Yeah. Interesting. So those deaths that are occurring due to those consumptions of coffee, I wonder mm. I wonder what's going on actually within them. Like, is it is it the fact that it's so much coffee in such a small amount of time? Like when mm. they when this study looks at it, I mean, they even say as a limitation, it's an observational study that they've they've done like it's uh, they collected observational studies and they put them together so you know they couldn't manipulate variables and see oh what's exactly happening here so yeah i wonder mm. if when people say i've had four cups of coffee a day they don't really mean i've had four in the last five minutes yeah. right so yeah exactly i wonder there's a lot of assumptions taken into place here so yeah mm. uh is it is it fairly safe for elderly people to drink coffee yeah great mm. question yeah. i it it really depends on the type of elderly people i mean you, mm. you get a big spectrum i mean if you look at some people who are 50 years old some people are 50 years old and they're super physically active yeah and well then, 50 is not elderly <laughs> well it depends but it, it, yeah, yeah you're right good point like 50 is generally classified as middle age but when you i know i know my uh, dad he plays tennis with someone who's 79 years old yeah and that's the, awesome the guy is, is just killer he he plays tennis he plays tennis like three times a week he uh, goes to the gym he he walks, he does everything. That's and the best, it, yeah. And he's just so mentally acute. And he's a doctor as well, so I think he's aware mm. of, like, the effects of these things. So education helps. But, yep. um, yeah, it, it depends is, is the big big answer for that. It's, it's really depends on the type of person. Some people who uh, have, yeah, prone to, you know, their blood pressure going up very quickly. If their heart rate increases, they can have issues if they have weak hearts. So, yeah, I mean, doctors usually say to those people, like, yeah, don't touch coffee. Mm. And even in some cases, like, don't touch highly caffeinated drugs drinks so yeah i mean is it is it valid to consider that people who drink coffee are also people who may be more active um and and in that sense maybe are avoiding health issues in in other ways it's it's a great point and it's Mm. it's it's a possible confounder um i don't know exactly if they've looked at that but uh, you know that is your if that is the case i mean that's part of science it's Mm. one of those things that it could be a different effect that's causing these observations which Mm. is interesting so if you if you drink coffee and Mm -hmm. uh and you also uh, do exercise yeah right into us yeah. How broad is that? Have but, you know, <laughs> right into us. We, we may not read the email. I feel like but, uh, <laughs> secretly, <laughs> Steve, Steve is just fishing for more emails because he's like, I need to get more people emailing. So if you are a man or woman, that's please right. email in. I, yeah. think, I think those are the categories Steve's going for. Now. I'll take a sympathy email. I don't yeah, mind. What, what sort of emails are you looking for? Just like, hey, Steve, I drink coffee and I exercise yeah. three times a week. That's yeah, exactly that. Maybe a, maybe a selfie. Just be like, look how healthy I am. Hmm. What are you going to use these selfies for, Steve? I don't, don't send in your email. Don't, don't send it in. If you want, we need to get separate accounts. One for Steve, one for me, because I don't like this joint account stuff. I'm just, I'm just highly suspicious. I don't, don't send yeah, selfies. Don't in. Assume the worst of me. No, no, no. So, I mean, the big takeaway here is when we look at these results, all cause mortality. I mean, they did look at age range in less than sixty and greater mm-hmm. than sixty, and they found that drinking cups of coffee in both groups did decrease the risk overall, which is which is great. Yep. So, um. Yeah, I mean the takeaways is is drink some more coffee. Really, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I think I feel like we took the listeners on a bit of a roller coaster here. Started out talking about how great coffee is, and you can drink heaps, and you'll yeah. you'll live forever. <laughs> and then we sort of started going into all the uh, negatives of coffee. So everything moderation, has, everything has positives and negatives, right? Mm. When you look into it. So uh, I think it's it's the balance of science, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's what it is. But in saying that, Stephen, I mean, I'm ready for a cup of coffee. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do it's it? It's pretty late. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, okay, maybe tomorrow. They replace sleep with coffee. Yeah, no, I won't. I'll try not to. All right, cool. Let's wrap it up. Thank you very much. Thank you.